0: Brothers and sisters in Christ, grace, mercy, and peace are all yours from the one who was stricken, smitten, and afflicted for you and for me. Good afternoon. As we continue looking at the road to redemption, our theme today is Seal to Seal, and we're going to see that Daniel in the lion's den is going to foreshadow what happens to Christ in his passion. And so we turn our attention now to the book of Daniel, the sixth chapter. We begin there at the 16th verse. And then the king gave the order and Daniel was brought and thrown into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, rescue you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the pit. The king sealed it with his signet ring and the signet rings of his nobles so that nothing could be changed with regard to Daniel's situation. Then the king went to his palace. He spent the night without food, and no entertainment was brought before him. But he could not sleep. At dawn, the king arose as soon as it was light and hurried to the lion's den. As he came near the pit, he cried out in a fearful voice. The king said to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God, whom you serve continually, able to rescue you from the lions? Then Daniel spoke with the king. Your majesty, may you live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the mouth of the lions. They have not hurt me, because he found me innocent in his presence. Also before you, your majesty, I have committed no crime. Then the king was very glad and said that Daniel should be brought up from the pit. So Daniel was brought up from the pit, and he was unharmed, because he trusted in his God. We pray. O Lord, sanctify us by the truth, for your word is the truth. Amen. Daniel's fate was sealed. Because his je- jealous enemies hated him so much, they had convinced the king, King Darius, that he should make a bad law. Worship the king only or die. Daniel, of course, did not listen to that ungodly law and continued instead to worship his Lord and Savior from the privacy of his own home. But eventually, eventually, his jealous enemies found out about it And they ratted him out. And see, when the king's law was broken, well, that meant then justice had to be dished out. And so that's why we see that Daniel was arrested. That's why we find him in a lion's den. Daniel's fate had been sealed. Death by being ripped apart by lions. But let's not forget Darius' fate had been sealed, too. Because of his arrogance, because of his self-love, he had now put himself in a situation where he was going to have to condemn arguably he, his best, his most honest advisor, counselor, and possibly even friend. Because of his love of himself, He put himself in a situation where now his law had been been broken. He had to do something about it. Otherwise, he was guilty of breaking that law as well. And he would lose all power in order in his kingdom. Darius' fate was sealed because now he had put himself in a situation where he was going to have blood, innocent blood, on his hands. As you sit here right now this afternoon, do you feel like your fate has been sealed? That try as you might, no matter what, you wake up in the morning and you do your best to obey God and to obey his commandments with everything you can, and yet it seems like every single day, the devil, the world, and your sinful flesh are winning every single battle. That as you sit here right now, it doesn't matter who or what is in your life right now, but they seem to only want to bring in anger, and hatred, and tragedy into your life and make it a mess. Do you sit here right now feeling like your fate is sealed because of that thing you did way back when? Or because of that pet sin you have right now that you just don't seem to want to let go? Or as you are sitting here right now, could your fate be sealed because you sit here and you do not care about what God thinks about your words, your actions, your life? Because after all, you are the king of your own world, right? And so if you want to abuse that person, that drug, that drink, you're going to. If you want to cheat God out of your gifts and your talents and your means. Well, you're going to. If you want to be worshipped and loved by everybody in your life, you're going to do whatever you want. So that happens because, well, you want to. Folks, it's my open prayer that none of us are like that. Otherwise, we do have something very much in common with Darius, as we are here this afternoon, and that is, then, then our fate could be sealed. But more importantly, what we will find is that. Uh, we are sealing our own fate. It's nobody else's fault. And just like Darius, we can end up with blood on our hands. But it's not going to be innocent blood. It would be our own sinful blood because of our sinful choices and actions. But see, Darius' fate and Daniel's fate were not sealed in this text. And if you're sitting here right now or watching online... That means you're alive and you are still in your time of grace, and so therefore you do not have your fate sealed either. Even if you're lost in sin. No, like Daniel, like Darius here in this text, we also have been delivered from the fate and the the punishment that was supposed to be ours because of the one of whom this text was going to foreshadow. To the average person, I suppose, Daniel probably looked like he was perfect and holy and pious, but he wasn't. He was no different than you and me. He had his struggle with sin. He also needed a Savior who was going to come and deliver him from that lion cage of hell that was supposed to be his. And so in his grace and his mercy, God the Father sent his son to rescue Daniel and to rescue you and me. And what's amazing, again, is as you look at the life of Jesus and his passion, it is definitely foreshadowed with what we see with Daniel. Because as he came into this world, even as a baby right away, he was surrounded by enemies. As he came to live that life that you and I don't. And the more that he lived perfectly for you and me, the more enemies came into his life that hated him, were jealous of him, and that wanted him dead. And so that's finally why we see that they arrested him. And then they took him, and they drug him off to the religious nobles of Israel and their king, Caiaphas. And then they drug him not to a stone lion's den, but rather to that stone governor's seat of Pontius Pilate. And what's kind of amazing is that, just like with the situation with Daniel, the attitude was very much the same. The Sanhedrin gathering together, they were giddy. Yes, I said giddy. They were giddy. To have these two guys pinned together because their fates were sealed together. Pilate had done some really dumb things when he began ruling in Judea. And so now his fate was sealed because he was gonna be forced to kill anybody who claimed to be a king whose name wasn't Tiberius Caesar. Pilate had made too many mistakes. He could not afford a riot, or it was gonna be his head on a platter back in Rome. Pilate's fate was sealed. Because he was going to have innocent blood. No, perfect blood on his hands. And no ceremonial washing was going to change that situation. Pilate's fate was sealed. And very much probably like his wife, as we heard tonight, and like King Darius, he probably lost sleep over what had happened. And see, because Pilate's fate was sealed, so was Jesus. And so Jesus limped out of Jerusalem to go stand face to face with Satan, that lion on the prowl, always looking for his next meal. He went there, out to the cross. And there he was lifted up and he was sealed to it by the hands of sinful men and nails. And very much just like the situation with Daniel, Jesus' king, his heavenly father, was not going to rescue him in that moment from his foes. But rather, he would have to endure that fate. And so he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then he died. And then he was sealed in Joseph of Arimathea's tomb. And just like Daniel, it had appeared that the enemies had won. Jesus fate and his body were sealed. But see, Jesus is not a prophet like Daniel. He's the greater prophet. And God the Father isn't some meager king of some meager empire over in the Middle East. He is the king of heaven and earth. And so unlike Darius, he did not wait around for the sun to rise, but rather we know that before dawn, on the first day of the week, We're told Jesus was highly exalted and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. And see, by his perfect life, death, and resurrection, the greater prophets, enemies of sin, death, and hell, they were foiled. Satan's fate has been sealed. He will be in a cage, in hell forever. And my fellow Christians, because of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, by faith, your fate is sealed too. By faith, you are a prince or a princess of heaven. By faith, you have every sin washed away, whether it's that pet sin you're struggling with now and repent of, or or that thing you did way back in the past. As you now stand, not before some earthly king, but rather the king of heaven and earth, and you have complete favor with him. No, see, your fate has been sealed because through his word and through his sacraments, Jesus is there for you and with you, building you up. So when you have to stand up and face that powerless lion in your life, by the power of Jesus, he will be nothing more than some insignificant barn cat from western Minnesota. But folks, do you realize what the real seal of this situation is? It's not the metaphorical seal that was brought about by sinful actions. And it wasn't some wax seal from Persia or Rome. No, the real seal here was love. It was Daniel's love for his Savior that ultimately sealed him in that lion's den. And it was Jesus' love for you that sealed him to that cross and in that tomb. And see, it is that same love of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in his life, death, and resurrection sealed to you in your baptism, reinforced every time you meet him in his word and through his sacrament that will keep you sealed to him for when you have to face that powerless lion, the devil. To that Savior and prophet be the glory. Amen. We continue with prayer. Mighty Savior, faithfulness to your word comes at a price. The rejection by the world. The world seeks to bury and kill all who chose to follow you in faith. Over the world in her madness. But the grave holds no terror, for just as you were sealed in your tomb and came forth unharmed, so too will we come forth from our grave to receive the full glory that you have won for us. Lord, keep us bold in the face of death, for she holds no terror over us any more in you. Amen.